Welcome everyone to the Hato Dynamics Matters podcast, your regular sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and today I'm joined by Paul Natarek, Chief Executive of Ealing London Borough Council. In this episode, we discuss the three top challenges facing local authorities today and how Ealing Council have approached addressing them. Having been in RAW for six years, Paul has some pearls of wisdom you don't want to miss out on. So grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Coffee. How do you have it? White, no sugar. Sweet enough already. What's your pet hate? I'm a football fan, so I support Man City. So anything anything that gets in the way of Man City. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Like Man United, you mean? Not saying anything. Eat in or eat out? Eat in. Do you have a preferred pizza? Meal. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, Italian. 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 And worst habit? Not throwing stuff away. You're a hoarder. Sound like my wife. Still got baby clothes. My kids are like 12 now. Um, but thanks for joining us today, Paul. And um, there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about and want to ask you. And I know times are difficult right now in local government. But, uh, you know, what are the biggest challenges you think um, authorities are facing in local government and in particular for Ealing, where you work? To be honest, Michael, I think the world feels a bit like we've got we're in multiple emergency, doesn't it? (laughs) So it it feels like and some of the emergencies are are traditional emergencies. They're very short term. And some of them feel like we might be in emergency mode for a while. Um, which is not usual for an emergency. So, I mean, the obvious are we still we still got COVID. Yeah, we've we're trying to recover business as usual, and we're trying to deal with economic recovery. We're trying to deal with climate, and we're trying to deal with inequality. And all of that is in the mix at the moment. How do you manage? that because they're all massive topics all massive issues all massive challenges and and different authorities obviously have different ways of of dealing but but how do you sort of prioritize the things that you you deal with in those those types of challenges when they're so big well sometimes the things you do there are things you can do that hit multiple goals okay what i mean so i think i think trying to find the sweet spot where the projects and the work that you're prioritising is trying to address multiple goals. So to give you an example, if we're able to stimulate the green economy locally, then, and we do that thoughtfully, obviously it'll help climate. It can help people in terms of economic recovery. And if we can get the jobs and, and the skills packages right, it can help inequality all at the same time. So, you know, not everything could be done like that. But the more we can focus our energy on things that hit multiple goals, that that's obviously a, that's obviously a premium at the moment, Michael. Are there more things that are coming in that you're having to juggle into the mix? Um, or, or, or are you trying to look at things like that more often so that you can kill more birds with one stone, as they, as they say? Yeah, that's how we're trying to do it. I mean... Obviously, the government, you know, perfectly reasonably will will think about innovations as well. So there's lots going on in health and social care at the minute, lots going on in adult social care, children's services, etc. So the way I, the way we try and look at the world, the way I try and look at the world is we're clear what our purpose is locally, what yeah. we're trying to do. And then we try and figure out anything new that comes over the horizon. How can that help us deal with the core purpose about our place? 
So you keep that. That's okay, so that's a, that's a really interesting point. So you you keep that core purpose at the beginning, at the forefront, all the time, regardless of what comes over. You look to see, well, what what is coming in? What may change, or or how does that affect our core purpose? Is that how you kind of look at things? Yeah, ex- exactly. And our in Ealing, our our core mission is jobs, equality, and climate. And we try and you know, and we try and use the opportunities we've got to to make a difference to those to those things. Okay. And from a technology point of view, then, where, where does technology sit within that kind of core purpose and within uh, helping support some of the challenges or address some of the challenges that are coming in or how eating adapts to those challenges coming in? So I think there's a few different uh, ways, really. I mean, most of those challenges, all of those challenges, we cut, the council can't achieve them alone. Yeah. We need partners private, voluntary, um, public. And the more we can implement technology solutions that help us collaborate, the better is the first is the first okay. thing. And and that's partly about business process. It's partly about, you know, customer experience. It's partly about data and insight. So all of all of the challenges are systemic. We need lots of players and technology can help bind those players together and help build collaborative teams i think so i think that's one that's one obvious uh, element and then i think that there's a kind of efficiency there's an effectiveness and there's what i would call an inclusion point as well so i mean i think we're familiar that technology gives you opportunities to do things more efficiently and more effectively yeah so I tend to look at technology something I can deploy. It's an asset that can I deploy towards the purpose that we're trying to hit. And and we shouldn't we should bear in mind that money challenges are not gone. So the efficiency challenge yeah, never goes away. So I think I think that's the first thing. How can technology help you to do things better yeah. and do things more efficiently? But secondly, I think the other point is inclusion. Now, quite often when you mention technology, people talk about what about digital exclusion, right? And that's yeah. a valid point. We have to keep an eye on that. But I think technology gives us more opportunities for inclusion than it does risks of exclusion. That's a more positive way of saying it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think there's loads of loads of opportunities. I mean, just a really simple one. We're now doing all our council meetings in hybrid format. Okay, and, and and all of our public engagement we're doing in hybrid format at the moment. And lo and behold, we're getting lots more people participating in the council processes and council conversations now. So doesn't mean we should be blind to risks of exclusion, but I think we should really embrace the opportunities for for inclusion. So so I guess in summary, Michael, it's collaboration, it's effectiveness, it's efficiency, and it's inclusion. That's the four areas where technology can make a big difference i think excellent and and just yesterday i saw um i think it was a tender note from a particular council and they were after a solution to solve a data and analytics problem that they had very specific and it relates to something you mentioned there about how to create a single view of households how to create a, a single view of children so that they could start to use technology or, or the data that that technology assesses to see where problems may arise and where they may need to direct resources and services before those problems can escalate and become hard to solve and require more resources and budget. So I, I think um, I think the way councils are looking at technology is actually quite innovative, actually, probably more so than a lot of private sector organisations. Would you say that you're, you know the way that Ealing in particular is embracing technology has improved, I guess so, based on, on some of the things you've highlighted there? Yeah, it, it, it's we've definitely improved. 
you know, if, you, if you've scrolled back 10 years, we're, we're in a totally different different place. And we've had a big digital program running as part of our future future Ealing program in, in Ealing. So it's always been central to, to change. I think I think the challenge for the future, though, is the one you're pointing out where we've still got more to do, which yeah. is bringing together people insight with data and information insight and, and getting into that space where we can be a bit more predictive and a bit more preventive. So we're working really hard to prevent problems before they arise, but I think we can bring together people and technology better to get us even better at doing that for the future. And to help in those sorts of scenarios then, and to help as you move forward as, a, as an organisation, as a, as, a, as a council, as an authority, it, does it help to learn the lessons of other authorities? Do you think there could be more kind of collaborative engagement with other areas of the country to, to see what they're doing and how they're approaching it? Do you think there, there could be more of that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because by our definition, we're focused on our places, aren't we? Yeah. So I think easy ways to get learning from other places has got to be has got to be valuable because it can help you with shortcuts, can't it? So and, and even doing some collaboration when you're implementing as well. So working with organizations that are implementing in multiple places, I think can be really va- really valuable sometimes. because uh, you get learning, you know, real-time learning as you go. Yeah, absolutely agree. And if there was one thing that um from a, a overall local government perspective then that you would change to to help support councils like Ealing to improve the way that you're able to deliver services and, and, and adapt to changes, what what would you suggest or what would you like to see changed generally, I suppose? Well, I think the I think giving more empowerment to places okay. is the single most important thing for the future of public services. So I totally accept government's got a role in setting frameworks, resources. Sometimes we do need a national strategy for things. But that, but the only place where you can assemble the team, you can assemble the technology, you can assemble the processes, and you can assemble the partners is in a place because it, it's too big at other scales to do that. So empower places to figure out how we get things done. The world feels like it's in multiple emergency mode, but something Paul mentioned. And for many local authorities and those in the private sector, some of these emergencies could go on for a while yet, like dealing with COVID or trying to recover business as usual and speeding up economic recovery, and managing the climate agenda and overcoming inequality. And the approach Paul has taken to working through such massive topics is to deliver initiatives that address multiple goals in one go. For example, stimulating the green economy in a thoughtful way can then support economic recovery with the creation of new job opportunities. And if the jobs and skills packages are set up right, you can also begin to tackle inequality at the same time. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Visit www.hso.com forward slash dynamics hyphen matters for more episodes. And until next time, take care of yourselves.